Hey guys, welcome back. Uh, Believe in Mizzou with Joe Yancey, episode eight, riding solo today. Uh, Mark is taking care of some things, so he'll be out uh, out of office this week with his uh, real job and family and such. Uh, I'll give him a quick shout out, as I know he would uh, do. I'll handle it for him. Crustacean uh, Seafood in Columbia, Missouri. If you're in town for homecoming, uh, if you're up in Columbia, uh, when I say in town, I'm in St. Louis. Unfortunately, won't be able to make it be one of the first games this year I haven't been to. Uh, but if you're in Columbia, Missouri, up at Mizzou, they do a really cool tailgate package. Uh, you can obviously dine in. You can to-go. You can eat out. You can do the whole thing. But fantastic seafood. Uh, check them out on Facebook, uh, all the socials. Uh, I'll tag it when I release um, this episode. This will go up on the YouTube network on my channel. Uh, believe we'll also have it, I believe, at some point, and then we'll also uh, put it on Twitter. So, riding solo today, uh, bye week for Mizzou. Interesting. Uh, I don't want to call them developments. Things that if you follow the team and you've paid any attention to the program, you've probably been curious about, uh, such as who's under center, who's going to be the quarterback. Uh, uh, in week seven. So Mizzou comes into the the game two and four, and they're 0 and three in the conference. Now we know they could have probably won at least two and probably all three of those football games. They didn't. And um they didn't win any of them. <laughs> but they were competitive. Uh there's definitely a saving grace, uh, which is you come out of the bye week with some health. Um, there couldn't have been a better time for it. Uh, momentum only goes so far. Uh, you know, Pyrrhic moral victories only go so far. And then ultimately you need some real W's, right? You need some real victories. You need to have a higher uh, score on the scoreboard than the people you're playing against. So hopes are that happens October 22nd, Saturday, tomorrow against Vanderbilt which will be at 3 p.m. Central Standard Time. So should be a good game. Uh, it's homecoming. If you don't know, Mizzou is credited uh, by most everyone. Some disputed, disputed, but not a lot. But uh, Mizzou is credited with inventing homecoming uh, many, many years ago. It was a 3-3 game. Uh, I couldn't tell you the exact year. I don't have the history stuff in front of me, but – it's a big deal for Mizzou, as it is for most universities. It is a huge deal uh, because, again, partially Mizzou is uh, credited with inventing homecoming. Uh, this is a monster game. And the reason it's a monster game, to me, this is the season. Okay? I don't want to be dramatic uh, or overinflate the importance of this this football game. But a failure to win here, this, in my opinion, is a lost season. And a couple things could come from a lost season that may be uh, helpful. Okay. The, the cons don't outweigh the pros. So you need to win. You want to win. You should win. Uh, they're the better team. They're favored. Uh, last check, they're favored by 14. So they should win. With that said, okay, should they lose this football game, it's not the end of the world for this football team. And here's why I am very convinced. And I wrote about this recently in the last week and a half or so that you really can't pivot away from Brady cook yet. 
not saying ever, not even saying this season, I'm saying yet. Once this becomes a, quote, lost season, then you can do all kinds of things. You can do whatever you want, okay? But until then, you have a, a game plan. You have a strategy, and there's specific pieces that uh, roll into that your strategic puzzle. And the way Brady fits is mostly a safe player, not going to give you a lot of uh, errors or mistakes every game. Now, we saw the pick six and the pick in the red zone was a huge problem, obviously, against the Florida Gators a couple weeks back. However, generally speaking, even though this young man career-wise has more interceptions than touchdowns, he's generally a very safe and careful QB. That's partially just him, and it's partially a scheme. So some of it is uh, decision-making on Brady's part, and some of it is the coaching and the way they have him set up. Okay, So Brady isn't going to blow the doors down and throw for 470 yards, probably ever, okay? And that's okay. But you're committed to this safe style of play and a what most people call a game manager. I'm not even sure I know what that means. I think it is designed to not take away or separate from the talent of the player, the quarterback, but maybe more so designed to say, He's not going to wow you, but mostly he can manage a game. I think about Joe Flacco, Brad Johnson, guys that have won quarter, uh, Super Bowls as just effective, efficient game managers. Mark Bolgers, you know, Andy Dalton, uh, Carson Wentz, you know, that kind of good quarterback, unlikely to be considered great, but certainly better than most. Uh, so Brady Cook has all the makings of a great game manager. Uh, he can escape on his feet. Uh, he, again, I, I, I'll never stop talking about this. If there's one thing that's really impressive for me with Brady, it's that he's making decisions. And again, whether it's the right one or the wrong one, he, he makes one, right? He just goes. Whether it's running the ball or it's throwing the ball or tucking it uh, or getting out of bounds or throwing it away, most of the time he does that. He, he does make mistakes. The problem with Brady is, he throws not a ton, and when he does, he doesn't throw for a lot of yards. So when he makes a mistake, often those mistakes will be magnified, and they'll stand out, okay? Now, a guy that throws for 325 or even 300 a game and throws three touches and whatever, uh, that one interception or those two interceptions or that one pick six, it'll be noteworthy, but it won't stand out. And it does with Brady because he doesn't tear the stat sheet up. So when he does have something that impactful going the other way, it is going to be uh, news. And it leads to a quarterback controversy. So back to where we started. I think it's very difficult, unless you think the season is lost, for Coach Drink to make a quarterback decision or make a quarterback change right now. And here's why. You still could, in essence, win out and have a good record. And if you were to win out, that means you picked up some pretty solid SEC victories along the way. Or even lose one more and win the rest, and you're still going to go to a bowl game. Um, you're still going to have some big Ws under your belt for the rest of the season. And you're still going to feature some of the best players in the sport. So 
the season isn't lost. Now, if the Tigers are getting blown out, beat badly, what happened in Kansas State, okay? They were losing. They weren't getting beat badly or blown out. But you saw it slipping. It had a couple picks. What did Drink do? He went to Jack Abraham. He sucked. No offense, Jack. Real bad, real bad performance. I understand the weather, the elements, a lot of other things happening. Just wasn't good. He's not going back to Jack. Jack may never play for Mizzou again. He may never take another snap unless there's like a series of injuries. That immediately put Jack probably not fair and not rightfully probably the right. But I, I feel like that immediately put Jack at fourth in the depth chart. Definitely third. Definitely not second. So Sam Horn. All right. This is the guy. Horn is the guy. If anyone is going to play and play regularly and take that position, it is Sam Horn. Tyler Macon, super talented. Got all the makings of a great athlete and probably a really good quarterback. However, he is behind Horn. Doesn't matter if he was here last year. That's the packing order. That's where it's at. So if they're getting rocked by Vanderbilt, which would just be, gosh, dog, awful. But if they are, Sam Horn should and needs to come in and get those touches. And if he's worth a darn, just even if he's okay, that might be his job. If Mizzou is rocking Vanderbilt, Sam Horn should come in late and get some touches. And if he's good or amazing, he doesn't have the job because Brady has to still give him the job. And Brady, to this point, in my opinion, hasn't quite done that. He has um, made it tougher to keep the job, but he hasn't given it away yet. So uh, those are the things that we're uh, mindful of walking into this game against Vanderbilt. A couple of notes and things that I think are important to keep in mind. When we talk about the health of this football team, in fairness, they never have they haven't been healthy since like quarter three of game one. And it just haven't, you know. And these things are easily masked when you're playing uh Abilene Christian University and Louisiana Tech. But then you play Auburn and Georgia, Florida, Kansas State. It's clear that you can't miss a whole lot. And that's not to say that every other college football team isn't dealing with injuries because they are. With that said. Mizzou's number one and two weapons on at the wideout position, Dominic Lovett, who was leading the SEC in receiving up until last week, get a bye week. That's why he doesn't now. Luther Burton, the uh, hot shot five star phenom. Uh, neither one of these guys has been healthy since like week two. Like they just haven't. Uh, they both had lower body injuries, uh, things that obviously slow down your quickness, your explosiveness, your ability to run routes, your ability to cut, your ability to dig, dig plant, shift pop off a route, come turn back, all those things. They weren't happening, uh, happening, but not happening at the, the way in which they could, the clip they could because of the injuries. So they're both back tomorrow. Elijah Young, who many people forgot, have forgotten, actually was the first string running back when this season started. Uh, and then obviously quickly Cody Schrader and Nathaniel Pete have uh, moved up the charts, but that's also partially because of Young's injury. So he's back. So now you're three deep back there uh, and at 100% health. Um, the health of this Tigers team on the offensive side of the ball is extremely important. 
because against most defenses in Division One, if Brady, and this is why this QB piece is so important, can do what he needs to do, play his role properly. Again, it doesn't have to be great. Just to manage the game. Manage the game. Manage these weapons. Drink will get him into space. He ideally would get them open at some point. Brady just has to find these guys. If he can manage the game and they're healthy, and they're healthy, Tigers win a lot. And let me tell you why. Coming into this week, okay, before the bye week, the Tigers had the 10th best defense in the country. In the country. 23rd now coming off the bye week because of the way the NC2A ranks defenses, points allowed, things like that. Uh, yardage per game allowed, etc. So the bye week, I mean, they weren't going to go up. They weren't going to get better. They got a little bit worse, but that's not because they did play well. It's because they did play. So a 10th ranked defense. And now I want to give you some SEC ranks, okay? In terms of punting, special teams, the Missouri Tigers are third out of 14. Very good. In terms of field goal kicking, the Tigers are second out of 14. Very, very good. In terms of rushing the football, understanding we didn't play last week, and this is ranked off total rushing yards with a game off last week. Tigers 10 for 14. Ready for the rest? Passing. Tigers are 14 for 14. 14th out of 14th. Not to overstate the importance of the quarterback position, but to overstate the importance of the quarterback position is the issue. Brady Cook is a good quarterback. Brady Cook's a good game manager. Brady Cook can throw the football. Brady Cook can run the football when he needs to. Brady Cook is also very young. Brady Cook has also had some hobbled uh, receivers, weapons. Brady Cook has a lack of experience compared to some, but has more than Sam Horn. Okay. So I think what we'll look for in this game is can Mizzou hold a lead? Because we know the defense is going to do their job. We know that. We know that. Can Mizzou hold a lead? And I mean 10, 14, 17. Odds makers have this as a 14 game, uh, 14 point spread with Mizzou uh, coming out on top, leaving as the victor. So if that happens, even if Brady Cook is okay, he should have a job. If he's horrible and they somehow win, and if he's horrible and they lose, there's going to be issues. So the QB controversy that we suspect will come down the pipe at some point, we don't know when, um, is going to be caused because of Brady's lack of production. There's nothing Sam Horn can do in practice or from the sideline that steals the job. He could be given and gifted the job only if Brady Cook isn't good or capable. Brady Cook has proven he's capable, so we already know that. We've seen him do a lot of cool stuff. What we need to see him do is not make big mistakes in big games against good teams and see him convert a lot on third down, which we saw against Florida. But the first to tell you, Mizzou fought, man. They fought against Auburn. They were down early against Auburn. They jumped out on Georgia, okay? It was a little different, but they still fought. 
you know, the quote cliched heart of a champion, a soldier, warrior, whatever. They got all that. They got all that. It's not an issue or a question of uh, individual talent. It's putting it all together and doing it for four, for, uh, four complete quarters. One of the bigger issues is the quarterback. <laughs> I hate to harp on it, but the defense, when they do get gashed, it's because they've been on the field. They're bleeding out. You know, they need a breather. And what gives you a breather? Your offense. Who manages the offense? The quarterback. So, anyways, those are some notes. Um, it should be a good game. Uh, it's tomorrow at 3 p.m. I uh, look forward to having uh, Marcus Lucas, my co-pilot, back in the coming week so we can uh, talk about this game and some other things. Um, prediction. I'm going to have Mizzou winning this game 31-14. to 14. I do think Mizzou is going to win the turnover battle by two. And I also think that the University of Missouri defense gets to the quarterback regularly. I think this is Luther Burden's best game as a collegiate athlete thus far. And I know it's early, and I know we've expected a lot. I know there's a lot of pressure on the young man, but he's healthy. He had those two weeks off to regroup. I am really excited to see him produce against an SEC team. I don't care if we're battling for last place in the SEC East and we're both 0-3. I don't care. It's an SEC team. Do you want to throw the stats against Louisiana Tech in the trash can? Throw them in a the trash can. Put them in a the dumpster. SEC, Vanderbilt is SEC competition. I don't care how high or low they are. They are going to provide a slightly, if not much better level uh, of defense than Louisiana Tech or Abilene Christian, the two teams Mizzou has beat this year. And I'm excited to see what they do. And not just excited to see what Brady Cook does. I think Brady knows what he needs to do, and this is going to say a lot about him. If the offensive line holds up, okay, and these receivers are able to get any separation, and he doesn't have a moderately good game, like, yeah, I need 300 yards. I'm even counting yardage, just efficient, um, making the right throw, not making the bad throw, seeing the defenses better so he doesn't throw when there's clearly a guy spying, which is what's leading those interceptions. Minimize mistakes and being efficient with the healthiest your wide receiver crew has been all year uh, should ideally buy Brady some more time. And if not, coach has got a decision, especially if Sam Horn for some reason comes into this game mid or late and performs, and it's close or Mizzou's uh, losing when he enters. He's got a decision. I can tell you there's very few people that would be you know, upset should he choose to uh, move from Cook uh, to Sam Horn. So uh, excited to see what develops moving forward. My initial thought is that Mizzou blows them out. So my initial predict prediction was something ridiculous, and most people probably wouldn't agree with it, so we'll stick with what we have now. Um, do want to say thank you all for listening. We'll rotate an audio version, and I'll circulate that through Twitter. If you would be a dear and follow Joe, J-O-E, you should know how to spell that, underscore Yancey, spelled Y-A-N-C-E-Y, three, number three. Um, that's the handle, Joe underscore Yancey three. That's on Twitter. Um, most of the stuff I tweet is random bullshit, but occasionally we talk about the University of Missouri, and we do that frequently. Um, and when we do, 
there's some good stuff in there. There's usually some nuggets. So you can give me any feedback, questions you want to ask. Uh, would be awesome. More listeners would be even more awesome. Uh, again, we'll have Marcus back soon. But otherwise, I thank you all for listening and uh, watching. And I hope you all have a great weekend and go Tigers. Tigers.